Um, what's next? Ah, okay. So I'm going to cheat today. Uh, like I did last week. Um, we're going to get part two of a conversation that started last week. I, I aired this conversation uh, maybe almost a year ago. I forget, but it was during the beginning, pretty much at the beginning of the pandemic or somewhere in there. It doesn't matter. Um, but I had a really, really good uh, conversation with Francois Dutoy, who is the um, uh, author of the Mirror Translation, the Mirror Bible, and several other books, too. And uh, if you did not hear part one, go back and listen to part one as well. Um, you can still watch part two. It'll probably be, you're going to say, Wait, I want to hear part one now. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So I've cut it off at a certain point, and now we're going to listen to the rest of it. So sit back, enjoy the conversation, and then I'll come back on and we'll wrap this up. Enjoy. Can I ask a question about faith? Please. Um, I love where you're going with uh, the, the comparison. How does Galatians 2.20 kind of fit in, or does it, when it talks about the faith of Christ? Somehow I'm hearing a bridge of the faith is actually a gift given to us versus something, something we muster up. Does that tie in somehow with this? Yeah, the, the, the faith only has one authentic source. You know, we can make believe, we can, we, can, we can feel positive and confident and persuaded about something, but, you know, our persuasion doesn't make something true. Right. You know, for, for, for centuries, um, we believe that the earth was flat, and there are still people believing in a flat world, by the way. But, but yeah. in, you know, when, it, when, when it suddenly we, we discover that, hey, we're actually in a, in a round globe, you know, it's a round planet, you know, it doesn't suddenly become true when you believe it. It's been true all yeah. along. But our faith, only our authentic faith only has one source. The father, the author of faith, the author and finisher of faith. Jesus mm -hmm. didn't do something so that we can meet him halfway. He went all the way with faith. And what makes faith relevant is the fact that we are wired by design to believe. And mm -hmm. that believing is something that happens inside of you. You can't, you can't put it in a nice little pretty definition. And I've got my doctrine on faith very well defined. But it's, it's like falling in love. You know, you don't go to kissing school when you fall in love. Something happens in you and you're wired to, to feel <laughs> These feelings and to feel intimate and to feel engaged, you know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm losing this. I don't know whether I've got it in the wrong ear or something, but here we go. It, it'll, <laughs> I can still hear you. I can Wonderful. hear you. <laughs> so, 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 I, know, so, I know in my culture where I'm at, we have a lot of talk about building up your faith or you need yeah. more faith. And that yeah. terminology is just false in my mind. Like yeah. you're talking about a faith that is already existent there and it's the yeah. faith that's dis discovered that's been there and needs to awaken. That's oh, absolutely. You will so enjoy my, my mirror translation on second Peter chapter one. Ooh, um, I don't have a little but Bush, you would so enjoy that because I I mean, the, yes. we, we, we got so stuck, you know, in, in verse three, where it says now it, it's, it says that he's blessed us with all things that pertains to life and God is. So everything that, 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 that um, let me just read it here. By the way, that's one of my favorite texts in all of Scripture. Uh, it's the, probably the only place where I see the progression of growth in, yeah. in a real way. Yeah, it is, it, is, it is absolutely. And the key word there, you know, it says that um, we're blessed with everything it takes to live life to the full. Oh, my goodness. But, but if you go and read it in a second, in, 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 I'm not going to read it now, it's, it's, but it's one of the most precious, precious words that, that emerge, you know, because I, I, I'm a gold digger when it comes to translation. That's why I, really? I do what I do. I, 
I constantly, <laughs> I just break up these little words because the components are so rich wow. in, in what they bring, in the thought that they carry, you know, because I mean, we did, we were talking spirit to spirit, you know, there's, there's an engagement of, we are designed with, with you know, no, don't need to be a musician, uh, especially a classical musician in order to yep. appreciate good music. You know, I mean, it, you, 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 maybe if you sing, you sing a little bit off the, the key and whatever, but, but you, you can sit there with tears and goosebumps because you, you are in your being, you, you are driven or, 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 or ignited by the beauty of it and in, in the same way faith ignites in us and and when when peter brings this unveiling we've, we've said now add, uh, we've translated that verse you know now add to your faith and we've made add to your faith the whole teaching and the doctrines that that, is, that spilled over from from yeah. the idea of adding to your faith but he's just told us that we were gifted with everything all that it takes to live life to the full is a right. gift through the righteousness of god we've received a faith of equal standing so our equal standing if we go back to the athletic world you know you've got a, a gold medal and a silver medal and a bronze medal you must tell me when i need to slow down and and and, and um I've, I've stopped looking at the time. Oh, uh, we got a good, uh, at least 15 minutes, if that's okay with you. I'm, okay, yeah, 100%. Time is a gift. Like, this is, I'm thankful for every minute you're giving here. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful, my brother. So, so in our athletic world, you know, we know about the gold medal and the silver medal and the bronze medal. And, but, but here, Peter speaks about us sharing the platform. We sh because we, as Paul says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse, verse 8, that we are God's trophies. He led us. As, as his trophies in his triumphant procession on high. So he says, we've received a faith of equal standing. We're not competing here with who's got more faith than the other. We're drawing on the same source yep. because there is only one faith. Jesus never said, have faith in God. He says, have the faith of God. It's a complete, it's a reversal of our whole religious process, you see. So when we realize that to begin with, you see, we've spent so much time striving and trying to get there you know, wherever there is. But we yeah. strive. it's like playing shoots and ladders or snakes and ladders as you call in South Africa. But, but in the gospel's context, we begin at the finish. We begin at being co-seated together with Christ. We didn't end up there because we finally climbed the ladder of faith to eventually qualify. You know, we've got this breakthrough now. We qualify to be seated together with Christ. We begin there, Paul says, while we were still dead in our trespasses. Long yep. before any of us made a decision or a belief effort, God, God's faith saw us co-elevated in Christ, co-raised, co-seated. So Peter says that we've received this faith of equal standing. And then our translations say, now, um, make every effort to add to your faith. Mm. Oh my goodness, I struggled with that verse because I thought, how can you contradict something that you've just said? Wow, I'm just so relieved that it's a gift and I've got to add to it through all kinds of discipline and efforts. And, yep. and then I looked at the word add to it. It's one of my first words, words that I studied in the Greek and I thought, oh my goodness. Epichoregeo, it's like a three component word. And the picture that immediately comes to mind, epi, the preposition before, it's like almost like a teacher standing in front of a classroom and and then chorus is the way we get the word chorus from or choir or, okay. or orchestra and ageo in the greek means to lead as a shepherd leads his sheep so immediately the picture comes to mind of a choir conductor and a choir conductor is not someone who stands there with a little baton just you know trying to keep the music going the yep. choir conductor is in this context especially this 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 is the professor of music he has studied every single voice in the choir when he looks at your face and he meets you down in the mall he immediately recognizes your voice because he's he's the he's the brain behind this choir you know and this orchestra maybe you're a violinist or a flute player he he, he hears your instrument in mm. the 
piece that is played. And this piece called life carries every ingredient necessary in the individual to live life to the full. When I discover that I'm the choir conductor of my own life, I don't have to add anything because I've got it all. It's right there inside of you. And wow. as you discover this in the context of Holy Spirit, that just, just like that choir conductor drawing out the, the double bass and drawing out the, that soprano voice, you know, or the tenor, and, and, and suddenly it's all one harmony. There's no competition. The one's not trying to add cymbal mm. or bang the other one. It's just like, wow, we're in this together. There's a beautiful harmony of life. And every one of those qualities are unveiled in, in, the, in, the, in the Mirror Bible. You know, it's, it's a beautiful study, that first chapter of Second Peter 1. So, I mean, that, that just brings faith into perspective because it's a gift. And now, with, with our younger son being in the, in the industry, you know, he's, he's, he's a musician and, and his wife too. And, their, and I remember how Stefan would engage with music long before we told him, you've got to go and play the piano, you know. <laughs> he was four years old, standing on tippy-toe, you know, to try and reach the keyboard. And, and I asked him, Stefan, how do you do it? And he looked surprised. He says, Dad, you just press the buttons that sounds like the song. I said, oh, okay, my cool. <laughs> But, you know, when, 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 when something is unveiled to you, when you, when you discover something, you don't have to try and motivate with willpower. Mm. Passion takes over. Willpower is so exhausting, really yeah. so exhausting. But when I discovered, the, that's why Paul says, I, I do more now than what I've ever done under the law of willpower. Duty-driven, guilt-driven, shame-driven, you know. But here it's, it's love-driven, you know. And agape is yeah. so amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. And I like, I like verse 7 of Second Peter 1, where it says, um, all this will lead to brotherly affection, brotherly affection uh, yeah. for everyone. So one translation yeah. says, you'll have love for other believers, and then you'll grow to have an authentic love for everyone. Yeah. And I yeah. love that progression, because some people think, well, we're supposed to love our, our fellow believers, but the world, well, yeah. you know, it's going to take a little harder time. But that's how Jesus already loves them. So... Yeah. I'm starting to see an authentic love come out of me for people I don't even know. I see Christ in mm -hmm. them. They don't even believe mm -hmm. in Christ, but I yeah. see Christ in them now. I see them as yeah. the light of Christ shining through them. Yeah. It changes my lens. It makes me more loving. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's the beauty. You know, the, I've, um, this, uh, when I did the 1 Corinthians 13 chapter on love, I mm. started off with love is who you are. Because okay. we're no longer doing um, window shopping, you know, when yep. we're engaging with a word. We're looking in a mirror. And we're yeah. surprised to see this. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, upgrade myself, you know, to become that. This is who I am. You know, mm -hmm. The ugly duckling didn't have to go and, and study a few how to fake the swan life courses, you know, and, and to get the certificate. It's like realizing, awakening to the truth about me. You know, the word metanoia means that. We've translated it to, to repent, but it's, it's a sad word in the Bible. It's not part of the, the original text. It's a Latin word that was imported and forced into the text. But the Greek word is metanoia. It's to awaken in your understanding. It's to wake up to who you are. And that awakening is the most amazing encounter. It sets the pace for everything. He says, behold, everything has become new. I see myself differently. And now I'm not trying to do the Lord, love the Lord, all my heart, all my, and then, oh my goodness, when Jesus says, you know, and second to that is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. He doesn't say second to that, he says equal to that. 
Wow. Equal to that, I thought, oh my goodness, I'm struggling to love the Lord with all my heart, you know, and I don't really like myself. And there's a lot of people I don't really like that much either, you know, and he says, but equal. So we're drawing from the same source. Yeah. We're drawing from the same reference. When agape is the reference, I realize, but this is not me trying to try and crank up my, my, my love towards people, but it's God engaging me with the love of Christ. And he first loved us. He took the initiative. Yeah. He embarrasses us with a scandal of the of, of the dynamic of the gospel. He says, listen, I love you so much. He's the man who hides the treasure, goes away. And he's not trying to now renegotiate with some difficult, you know, um, shopkeeper. He says, no, no I, I want to buy, offer you a better price or a better deal. Like when you go to a second-hand car shop, you try and point out all the flaws. So, so hoping that you could bring the price. But he, he goes and he sells all he has. Can you imagine as a Jew how shocked you are as a businessman? He says, what a fool would go and sell all he has to buy a piece of fuel that doesn't really have much to offer. He does. It has a hidden treasure. Mm -hmm. It has a hidden treasure. And I, I want to guarantee to our audience in this conversation that when you discover the truth about you, you are liberated to see the truth about your spouse, your children, your neighbors. Your, mm. you, you start seeing people differently. We have a beautiful friend. I remember the first time I went to Hungary in Budapest. We met this beautiful doctor. And, and he, he, he wrote to me shortly after our visit. He says, you know, as a medical person, I would walk down the street and I'd see people from a biological point of view. You know, I can, I can kind of detect their symptoms, even if they don't know me. But just in the street or in a, in a, in a train or somewhere in a tram, he would see people and and you look at them with, with a medical mind. You know, you kind of say, oh, that person needs this and this. He, he starts prescri prescribing a medication, you know, to, to a stranger just in his mind. He says, but when I've discovered this gospel, I walk the streets of Budapest with tears in my eyes because I begin to see people. Uh -huh. And people just become alive to me. And I have such a desire to just tell them, tap them on the shoulder and tell them how beautiful, how priceless they are, how amazing they are. And that's gospel. That's good news. I mean, good news, only good news makes you feel good. <laughs> you know, that was just not good enough. Not good news. <laughs> exactly. And in the midst of the crisis and whatever it is, you know, and, and, and you've asked about the, the eschatology, you know, eschatology is such a, uh, uh, it's a sad terminology that we've evolved in. But the eschatos in the Greek, Hebrews chapter one, God spoke a final word in Christ and having made purification for sins, he says, Jesus gives context to the father. He exhibits the character, the character of God. And, and he, having made purification for sins, he sat down. The throne of Jesus, the throne of the Lamb of God, is established upon mankind's redeemed innocence. Our mm -hmm. job is not to point fingers, to judge anyone, but to declare to them their innocence. I do this as a, a chaplain in the prisons. We used to go there quite often to the maximum prisons. And, we, and, and to, to, to see their faces light up. You know, they've got documents. They were front page criminals in our country. And here they light up with an understanding that there's something inside of me that I've never discovered, that I've never known about. And the gospel is just the unveiling. Really, it's just an unveiling. What a joy. What a joy to, to live so, so, life on this planet. Summarize, if you were to summarize what is the gospel, uh, you've, I think you've done it several times in our conversation already, but if, if somebody may be blown away by what they're hearing, they're, they're saying that's too good to be true. Tell me one more time. What is the gospel? What would you say to them? I love how you say it. That's what I'm asking I, you. I love yeah, I love I love the way you know I I use little illustrations to help people when I just have five minutes to talk to them you know and I would just point to my my, my mobile device and I'd say you know I bought this mobile device in the shop here in Otsuren, but I did not congratulate the shopkeeper because he didn't begin there. Mm 
And even though it says it was assembled in China, I know it did not begin in China. It began in someone's mind. It was someone's idea. And you did not begin in your mother's womb. You are the idea of the engineer of the universe. And people respond to this. But really, I mean, people respond to this globally. Wherever we go, we communicate this reality of the God, the good news is that, first of all, you did not begin. Your, your circumstances, whether it's good or bad, your circumstances never define you. You are defined by the engineer of the universe who knows you, who understands your entire makeup. And because he knows you, he has done something most profound when he interrupted our human history. 2020 years ago you know it was not just to give us a pretty calendar so that at least we can you know schedule our meetings and do this what we are doing right now but 2020 years ago something happened in human history the most defining moment when the prophetic word became flesh when it took on person and personality where god is no longer veiled in our ideas of some kind of distant monster god but god comes in the flesh and he comes and stands face to face face to the human race and he says my brothers my we come from, and the greek word adelphos means the same womb we began in the same thought and in the, the the before christ the prophetic and now the after christ ad and we're realizing that that here we are we're on planet earth and and god has established a a redemption that is equal to the original authentic thought of let us make man in our image and in our likeness and male and female made them and here we are on this planet and we're discovering our redeemed image our redeemed likeness our redeemed innocence our original value and it gives gospel context so we know long people have become so used to certain little verses of scripture you know the roman road or this one or that one and, and yeah. we try we try and preach the gospel for spiritual laws you know and you've got to make this and uh, i mean and and we've worn out our rededicators you know i'm going to get born again 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 because you know, the first time didn't work because I, uh, and I've done it many many times <laughs> and we've tried so hard you know and then we've condemned ourselves and we go and it's like playing these shoots and ladders you know you've got this moment where you've climbed the ladder and the next moment the snake swallows you or the shoot just sends you back to the beginning but what a difference happens when you realize that nothing that i could ever do can add any definition to my co-seatedness i yeah. can never become more elevated you know, i'll use that word elevated you'll see it in the in the in the second peter chapter 1 that chapter in the mirror bible it's beautiful that we are co-elevated nothing that i can do can make me more holy can make me more de- desirable can make me, th- this is who i am but in my awareness i'm growing into a, a new dimension daily of just growing in the awareness and living in the awareness of who i am and so worship just becomes the the awareness of our oneness mm. our oneness is not something that we're trying to in, to engineer ourselves it's something that we discover jesus is in that day you will know as i am in my father so you are in me and i am in you so our knowledge does not put jesus from some kind of external place into the father neither does our knowledge put us in christ or christ in us right our knowledge simply engages us what with what has always been true it's Absolutely. so beautiful it's not me trying to persuade god it's god wanting to persuade us it's the exact opposite yep uh, it's the exact opposite i remember 
a couple of years ago, a, a gentleman gave me a watch at a conference. I, I didn't know what time it was. And so he gave me his watch and he said, God, I felt God tell me, told me to give you this watch. So I, I thanked him for it. It was great. Nice watch. A year later, uh, the battery died. But for a whole year, I've been using in the garden. I've been, I built a shed, you know, did carpentry work and tilling the yard, just mucking around, banged it up. Who cares? Yeah. And then uh, when I went to a jeweler, I had to go to end up going to a jeweler to replace the battery. And I told him some guy gave it to me and his look on his face was what? And I said, Oh, wait a minute. You're, you're implying it's a good watch. What? Is this a nice watch? He goes, yeah, of course it is. Well, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, look, it says Movado on it in the front. It says uh, Sapphire Crystal. It was 14 karat gold. I said, oh, my and, <laughs> I love it. What, what, what was this beautiful illustration? Well I, him, well, I asked him what the watch was worth, and he said, this watch was worth $2,500 to $3,000. <laughs> Some guy gave me a watch. I found that guy, by the way. But I prom and then the, the shopkeeper asked me, so would you like a new band with that? Want me to clean it up? Yes, you know, I got no idea. and I've never worn and I've never worn gardening or doing construction. I wear I it, it. my grace watch because I that's is so that's the gospel. That's yeah. the gospel, really. Yeah. You know, it is. Oh, my, do I have one minute to tell you? Yeah. Story about a, uh, years ago in South Africa, when they launched the, 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 the new um, design of the mini, you know, the, the little mini Cooper, okay. The, as motor car, oh, I, yeah. I had Lydia and I had them when we were students many, many, many years back. But now the new, the the new ones are so pretty and they're so expensive. And a dear friend of ours bought they're one of the short people, aren't they? They're no, you know, I'll tell you what, you sit in them. I mean, you've got the leg, everything. But anyway, the point that I wanted to make was our friend bought one and uh, she arrived at their house. And she bought one of the first ones in South Africa. So I was keen to go and look at it. And she comes with a sad face. And I said, what's wrong? She says, I scratched my car. Oh, my goodness. I felt so, I felt her pain. She was almost in tears. So I went outside to look at the damage, you know, and I walk around the car. I cannot see a scratch. Oh, my. I said to her, no, you, you, you're kidding me. And then she points out to a teeny, weeny little scratch. <laughs> and she's almost in tears. And, you know, Holy Spirit said to me, the more valuable something is, the bigger damage, the smaller scratch uh, brings. See, if it's an old car, it's just dirty and dented, you know, who cares about another scratch? Yep. So, so when we tell people how absolutely priceless, that illustration of yours is just so powerful. When I realize what I've got, yeah. my, my behavior changes. I, I start thinking absolutely. differently about me. I don't yep. do things because the law says you shouldn't do that and you should do that. No, I've discovered value. Value as a voice. Yep. And value changes people's behavior more than anything else because we value conscious by design. Yeah. When we discover the gold, the gold has a voice of its own. <laughs> and it speaks for itself. It really does. That's amazing. So wonderful. Mike, it's so wonderful to communicate with you and to embrace you across the planet. Really you and cool. your audience, your you precious wife and yeah. Do you, do you have a moment to um, tell me what you're up to lately? Like what you've been doing? Because I know you were doing some courses with Global uh, Global Grace Seminary because you and I are teachers there um, with Don Keithley. Do you remember? Yes, yes, yes. 
And yeah, then, I haven't. You know what? what yeah, with with Global Grace, I um, they they took some of the the um, I, we I've never uploaded any videos myself. People upload videos and it went okay. along. So, I we, we've actually stopped traveling in 2015. Okay. We uh, um, uh, it's it's actually how we landed up on this farm where we are now. We're in this most amazing spot. You know, very remote, but just so, so amazing. So the first book that I tackled here was was sorry. And you're still translating and working on the mirror yeah, Bible? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that was why, you know, because we, we realized that in the in the eight years at that time, it, it's 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 taken us eight years to do a third of the of the New Testament, because of our traveling schedule as well. You know, and we were living in Hermanus, and and it's a busy little town, beautiful little town, and you have daily visitors, literally. You know, people would just pop in, and and it would be wonderful, and. Um, we just knew that we had to to make a complete break, and 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 then we started doing a few video recordings for for Kana and and and, and for for some ministry, and um, we actually completely stopped our traveling. We now and again we still we still do a, a trip here and there. Like this is simpler; <laughs> it's less expensive too. I know, I know, and I'll tell you what you know. With my size body to transport me and my luggage and us, you know, we we travel over the. It's and we've done a lot of traveling. I mean, our last <laughs> major trip, we would go for two months to America, and, and and I remember the last time we were with with Steve McVeigh when he graciously helped us to launch the Spanish Mirror Bible. I think that was also in 2014. We went down to to Mexico and we were in Colombia as well. And and um, I mean, we did we did 25 flights uh, in, 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 in two months, you know, and it was just chock-a-block going. Oh, <laughs> so we, we were very relieved. And I said to Lydia at that time, you know, I said, you know, Paul went to prison and John to Patmos. I would prefer to go to Patmos, you know, for now. <laughs> and just to rise, just to engage. And, and yeah. it's been absolutely amazing. Lydia has done five books now. Four of them are published already. Really? Children's books. She's got an incredible, fantastic gift with communicating this message in, in children's language. So she's got these books out and they're on Kindle as well. And for the last four months, I have updated a book that, that started 30 years ago, more than 30 years ago. It was just four messages that I preached at the end of our, we had a five-year uh, uh, um program where we, we had more than 700 students in those five years and, and then eventually I brought a, 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 a full message um, summary of our of our focus in our, and that message became someone transcribed it from the old tape tape recorded messages <laughs> and it became I actually have I wonder it might just be here <laughs> is it divine look at, look at this divine oh, embrace this is from is. years back that's the size of it and okay. it's got those four four messages in there. And then I updated, I added some chapters, I think in 2010. And then I actually took it off the market. I thought, you know, I, I need to edit it because a lot of it was just crammed together. And, and, and my, my mother tongue is Afrikaans and my English is not always correct. And so I thought, you know, I do upgrade. And I had this brother in, in Scotland to help me with the edits. And then I lost all the edits. And eventually... It was four months ago with a lockdown. That was my lockdown project. It just happened. I woke up one morning and I'm busy translating um, Luke. I was busy in Luke, Luke chapter 19. I've just started with Luke chapter 19. And I woke up one morning with a strong urgency to go and dig that book out and do a, a revision of it. And wow. I thought it will take me two weeks. It's four months later. We've just launched the new one now last, last 
and, and it's got a beautiful picture. We have these birds. I've taken those pictures on the cover as well and on the back page of the Malachite sunbird. So um, the divine embrace is really, it is just the most compact. It's 440 pages now, 440 wow. pages from a little booklet like this. I wish yep. I had one live, but I haven't got it. It's, it's on Kindle and it's, it's, it's available all over in the bookshops. I tried to send you one, but I then know. we couldn't sure. get it from him. Yeah. But um, it's a fantastic book. It covers oh, yes. such amazing ground. Uh, I, I believe that every life-related and doctrinal-related and theological-related question people have would be addressed in this book. Wow. It is just such a fundamental, amazing book. And it's taken me the, the past four months. And often I would sit here and just sit in a week, you know, just with, wow, the unveiling. And it, and it just concludes in the wedding. And it concludes in, 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 in it, it is just, it's an amazing book. I really can't wait for people to just, just, just dig into it. So it's available. I it's just it. launched it down, not even a week ago. Okay. So that's and now I'm back in, in, in Luke 19 and I'm enjoying Luke 19 so much. I'll send you some of it. <laughs> I'd love that. Is Luke um, the first gospel you've translated? No, I've done John. John is also available as a separate book. Okay. So so Luke was the next one. I've done I've done Paul. Most of the my time in the mirror was just a focus on Paul's ministry, and then I began with John's epistle and with Baxter's Baxter Kruger's enthusiasm. You know, I really felt you know I need to get more into it because I had like one or two chapters of John done, and then I did the Gospel of John, and out of that we went into the Book of Revelation in 20, 2016 when we moved here, beginning of twenty sixteen. So for two years I was just engaged with the Book of Revelation, and then I felt very strong, you know, that I want to get get stuck into Luke now and, 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 and doing the gospel of Luke and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. I actually released it in, in little volumes as well. You can buy volume one, volume two of eight chapters each, but it's included in the latest mirror. And by the way, we've, I've seen this one that, it, that we've printed in South Africa. It's still the 700, uh, the, what is it? Your 784 pages. But the, the, the latest one the, the, that I've just released now doesn't have any more, um, uh, new chapters, but it has 30 more pages because having done Divine Embrace, I've retweaked hundreds of scriptures, you know, because Divine Embrace just captures so many of the wonderful mirror messages, mirror texts with a commentary extended in it. So if, I think it's now 980 pages. And that one, the soft cover, the paperback is available. We're just waiting for the hardback to be released as well. But this, the softback is already available with, with amazing, amazing. And also the, the app. And if people cannot afford to buy an app or a Bible, they must just write to me. You, you've got my contact detail. We'll make sure that we give them the app for free. But the app is amazing. The app has... Um, uh, the original one, unfortunately, we had a huge problem with the, with the first development, and so we, it's, it's, it's not working anymore. But we have a new one that was released, I think, about almost two years ago now, beginning of or end of 2018. I'm not, yeah, yeah, beginning of 2019. And, and um, that one is being updated all the time. We have a wonderful team of, of technical people that help us with that, you know. And, and so I'm so happy to, 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 to release. And also the Kindle has just been updated as well, the Kindle app, the, the, the Kindle Mirror Bible. Huh. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Like, this is so My cool. Brother. I'm in Canada, and we're, we're having a lovely conversation. This I, is uh, wonderful, Ben. I hope we do this again sometime. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic, Mike. Thank you so much. Love to you and your precious family. Thank you, my wife. Thanks. Wonderful. She loves reading the mirror. I use the mirror 
Sunday mornings. I, I use it in my PowerPoints. Um, I have multiple translations I use. I use the Passion Translation. I use yours. Fantastic, yeah. I pair them all because people need to see there's many voices. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, I enjoy it all the time. I've got so many tr different translations that I constantly <laughs> reference. Here is a, a wonderful one on the book of Acts. I'm going to start with Acts soon by J.B. Oh. Phillips. And it okay. was written in my birth year, year 1955. And I'm particularly fond of Dr. Luke. And he's, and, and you, must, you must just hear this man writing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, look, look at this. I'll just read you one sentence. I wasn't sure. going to do this. I'm just, I just saw it lying there. So, uh, but now in much, this is J.B. Phillips. He writes this uh, 65 years ago. Now, in much modern evangelism, the main plank of the platform is the emphasis again and again upon the utter sinfulness of man. The mm -hmm. Bible says all have sinned. The modern evangelist will shout. That's 65 years ago, brother. The Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one. The Bible says all our, right, all our righteousness are filthy rags. But is it not this book? But is not this book? A legitimate part of the Bible, speaking about the book of Acts, Luke, knowing nothing of this emphasis on man's depravity, says quite simply of the unconverted Cornelius that he was a devout man and one that feared God. And then he, he, he goes and, you know, call no man common or unclean. <laughs> Peter got uh, a humbling. Uh, he, he got his butt whooped, you know, and said, hey, I'm not to call anybody unclean or unholy. Like Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's staying at the Tanner's place at a place he's not supposed to be at as a good Jew. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, yep. Isn't that fantastic? Right. What a day we live in. Mike, we bless you. Long life and health and, and lots of joy. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Thank you, you so again. much. I'll message you about uh, uh, getting access to some of your books. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. God bless you, man. I hope you enjoyed that. That was a fantastic conversation. In fact, I'd like to have another one with Francois if he's willing um, and maybe do it here and, and have a, a conversation just for Hope Fellowship. I don't know. I'll see what they can do. But since we had that conversation and uh, not everybody watches the Still Growing in Grace episodes, I thought I'm going to share uh, this with you. In fact, that may be a great way to have guest speakers while I'm trying to have some holiday time because um, it sure saves a lot of time on on preparing so here we go uh it's uh next next week's important and i have a, something new for you for next week i think you'll enjoy it too um and let's see what's next uh yes don't forget your online donations and use the zoom link that was emailed to you from jen this week uh, don't use the regular one we've had um it's changed so um don't forget to do that and I think that's it. I hope you guys have a really great day and we'll catch you all later.